This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 182. A successful entrepreneur in New York shows how to let go and learn English. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, where you'll finally get real native English conversation and fluency for business and life. We believe in connection, not perfection, when it comes to learning English. Now, here are your hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz, coming to you from Arizona and Boston, USA. This episode, you'll meet Christy Oshita, who has started several successful companies. Today, she shares her wealth of experience as an entrepreneur. You'll hear three fantastic tips that work for both entrepreneurs and English learners. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Hey, Lindsay, how are you? Awesome, Aubrey. How are you doing? Excellent. Yes. So, Lindsay, I know that you are an entrepreneur, right? You have mm. created this company, Allers English. I yeah. want to know what what made you decide you wanted to be an entrepreneur? What inspired you to to get into that world? Because I don't have it in me. I'm impressed. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks, Aubrey. I appreciate that. I think it came from two places. So for me, number one, it came from uh, experiencing um, the disconnect of learning languages and feeling a little disconnected, feeling a little bit lonely and wanting to solve this problem, right? That language learning, like language should never separate people. It should bring people Mm. together. That's the first thing. And then it came from my dad probably because he was a business owner. I watched him my entire life building a business. I think when I was like eight, he would say to me, oh, be your own boss. Don't work for anyone. Mm. You know, you're getting those messages when you're eight years old. It just eventually it just it got in there. It got into my head. And then once I hit about age 30 around there, I said, okay, this is it. This is what I want to do. Oh, that is fascinating to think about. A lot of it is about identifying a problem that needs to be solved that you could make a difference about. Mm -hmm. And then also the messaging that you got as a child, because that's not a given for everyone, right? If it's a little more classic, like get an education, get a job, then that's what feels normal. That's what feels safe. Whereas for you, that wasn't the message that you received. So that definitely, I think, would inspire that entrepreneurial mindset. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting how our family kind of shows us what is safe and what's dangerous. It's not so much society. It's what our parents say to us that creates our own reality. It's really interesting. Yes. So fascinating. Well, I'm excited. We're talking to Christy Oshida today. Mm -hmm. She is an entrepreneur. She has created several businesses. She's a fitness and wellness entrepreneur, as well as a real estate investor. (laughs) Her companies include Bumblebee Tennis, Alana Life and Fitness, and Center Avenue Properties, and currently Fit Coach Secrets. So she has a wealth of entrepreneurial experience. Yes. And Christy is a good friend of mine. Uh, I was just visiting her in Atlanta in September. So she is fantastic. She is a true entrepreneur. Um, Yes. And many of our (laughs) listeners, I think, are entrepreneurs. So you guys are going to be excited 
excited to learn from Christy. Yes. But even if you're not like me, if you don't really have that entrepreneur spark, mm-hmm. we're going to apply this entrepreneurial mentality to learning English. Yes. That you can't be passive. You have to be active. You have to be proactive. So she's going to share three tips about how she has become a successful entrepreneur mm-hmm. and how you can apply that to language. All right. Let's get inspired by Christy. Let's go into it. Let's go into clip number one, shall we? Yes. Okay. Well, um, there's a lot of things, but if I were to kind of boil some three, three things that I really believe in to be a successful entrepreneur in your life, um, or in a business is the first one was, is to know how to find your happy place and Mm. incorporate that in your daily and weekly schedule. So you don't get burnt out. Um, so important. Yeah. And, and like, I had to learn this the hard way because I, I definitely deal with a lot of honest, I mean, this is getting really personal here. I deal with a lot of anxiety and depression mm. and, um, I always knew, okay, I'm going to be successful, but that was always, um, it was always a challenge for me because I would work so hard and then I'd get burnt out. Um, and I realized it wasn't sustainable and even more so as an entrepreneur in a life where I was going to lead people and I wasn't the person I always wanted to be. So this is vital, I think, to find your happy place, like she said. What do you think about this, Lindsay? As an entrepreneur, how important Mm. is to be happy in order to be successful? It's so important. We need to have ways that we can, because when you are an entrepreneur, you have a business, you're always thinking about your business, right? You're in the shower, you're thinking about your business, you're in bed, you're thinking about your business. So you need to have things you can do Mm -hmm. to get away from it completely. You know, maybe going hiking or just doing something totally different. Then you come back to your business with a fresh state of mind. Yes. Oh, it makes so much sense. And Chrissy's going to share with us what is that for her? What is her happy place? So let's hear that. Well, um, ironically, the two main things I do, um, and I'm still, I'm like adapting, um, is I work out, um, and then in the morning that helps me and I, and I meditate, um, Mm -hmm. and I, and I have to meditate for at least like 40 minutes, um, because, Mm -hmm. Um, it's sort of like de-wrapping from the freeway, I guess, like the first 15 minutes I I am thinking a lot and I think it's not working, but then I kind of am finally, basically, I I think the happy place is a place of letting go, like, um, letting everything go and realizing that when you let things go, um, you're better at what you're trying to do, um, because you reset. So it's, um, meditating and working out. So it's just like you were saying, right? Take that time for yourself, for her working Mm -hmm. out, meditating. For some of us, it's taking those vacation days, that time totally away you might might need. Mm -hmm. It'll look different for each of us. Yeah, but the key is to, because, you know, things can get very intense in our minds, you know, but I find also for me, I mean, I'd like to know a bit more about what it is for you, Aubrey, too, that you get away, right? Is it being with people? What about you? What do you do to kind of get away from work in your head? For me, I have to totally separate from like stop checking email, right? Mm -hmm. With my phone, hide my phone in the other room because otherwise I will check it pretty constantly. I'm excited to see what's happening in our Facebook groups. I'm excited to answer emails. So I have to really physically separate myself from that Mm -hmm. in order to engage with my family and disconnect from work a little bit. I love that. That is so important. Yeah, I think the tricky thing is when you're excited about something, Mm -hmm. like if you're an entrepreneur excited about a new project, whatever it is you're excited about on work, it's really hard to not focus on it all the time. So that's the key. Let's hear what Christy has to say about that. I I just really want, because for me, I've been like meditating on this, really learning this about myself is just, I want to think about 
it all the time and I, um, the business or, you know, whatever project mm-hmm. I'm trying to achieve. And, um, if I, I think that holding on to it all of the time and thinking, how can I get better? What can I learn is better. But I realized that like fully letting go, like fully trusting in the universe that it's okay to like, let what your, your, your goal is, let it go and say, it's okay that I, even if I don't achieve and just let everything go and be with yourself, that, that when you get out of that, your, your mind is in a much better place. That's what is hard is when yeah. you're so excited about something that you want to think about it all the time to force when you're very focused and motivated, mm-hmm. like our listeners, there's you guys out there are so motivated, putting a hundred percent into learning English. Yep. You also need to refresh and recharge. Yeah. If you go, 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 you can get burned out. Yeah. This is one thing I really like about skiing because you can't really check your phone on the chairlift. Mm. Yes. <laughs> so you really have to, I mean, you can, but you might drop it. So yeah, it's you not worth it. <laughs> <laughs> right. You really kind of have to leave. Yeah. I leave it in my pocket, but I don't really check it for most of the day, honestly. And that's a really a true, you know, you're out there in nature, mm. you feel the sun. Um, you know, but it doesn't have to be downhill skiing. It could be cross country skiing. It could be hiking. It could be something just active out there where it's not convenient to have your phone right in front of your face. Right. You make a really good point though, because a lot of us, I think we take that vacation time, oh. but then we're on our phone oh. the whole vacation. You're like at the pool, at the beach, Big checking mistake. your phone, yeah. checking work. That's, That's the key. You have to force yourself mm. to really step away. And even if you're excited about something, you can't think about it all the time or you will get burned out. Oh my gosh. So important. So important. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. So do we have a next tip from Christy? Yes. Her second tip is all about figuring out how you learn best and then making the most of that. So let's hear it. This is definitely more like, so back to the business uh, side of, or, you know, the actual organization, technical details of doing something is, is finding a specific process that really works and optimizing that to the, the most, most optimal um, way to, to make it work even better. Mm-hmm. So as when I run um, Bumblebee Tennis, um, you know, I did a bunch of different things. I'm like, why don't we put up this poster here and do this advertising online and do this? And I was all over the place. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then, and then when people signed up, I was like, how did they sign up? And I was like, I was afraid to stop one thing because I didn't know what it is. You know, they say like oh, the, pu- the difficult thing about marketing is only half of it works, um, and you don't know which half. Right. <laughs> so that's kind of. Or I was, and so this time I'm, I'm trying, and it's, it's still not perfect, but um, I'm trying to see which one gives me the highest return, and then just pound on that and keep optimizing that. Okay. Um, but it's 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 still challenging. So are you being a little bit more scientific about measuring, trying to measure what works then, or just trying one thing at a time instead of throwing everything against the wall to see what sticks, as they say? I guess what I'm... I'm trying to do is I'm trying to put more of my time into a specific, um, um, let's say, you know, lead generation, which is to find new leads and then to walk them through the process of um, actually becoming a paying customer. I'm trying to, um, there's a specific flow on each little step. I'm trying to really understand it and make it the most um, best experience for the customer. 
mm-hmm. through like, you know, if it's an email and a phone call, I'm very, very mechanical um, and detailed about that specific process instead of being like, well, they ca- they found us through the internet, through this one Yelp page or this other thing, and then kind of not knowing how they're experiencing the next step. Mm-hmm. They're just kind of like, well, they'll find our website. It's like, no, I want them to experience a very good experience each step and Okay, so let's apply this to learning English, right? Yeah. This is so vital for an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. And when you're learning English, the same thing works. You can focus on one strategy or one method at a time Mm -hmm. so that you can see what gives you the most return for your time Mm -hmm. and then measure what is working. Yes, this is about being thoughtful, right? Be thoughtful about, you know, how you're doing it. You, You know, measure results of each thing, each method that you're using, right, Aubrey? Yes, exactly. And if different resources aren't as effective, maybe you really love a YouTube channel, but you're finding that it's very low level vocabulary, for example, Mm -hmm. you're never learning new vocabulary words, Mm -hmm. check out another one, maybe on the same topic, right? Mm -hmm. Eliminate what doesn't work, what's not helping you improve, or a strategy. If you learn a strategy and you try it and you find it's not working for you, try something else, right? You want to always be thoughtful about how you're learning best each week, reassess, how did I learn best this week? Eliminate anything that doesn't feel effective and focus on what is working. Yeah. And this really does take time, right? You can't just try everything in one week and then make a decision based on minimal data, right? I mean, Christy, when she built her tennis company, she was out there just working really hard. And I know because I actually taught tennis for her. I was employed by her briefly in New York. And we were out there on the courts. She was working so hard day after day, I think for more than a few years um, to bring that company to where it belonged, you know, and trying things and then writing down results and doing more Mm -hmm. of what worked. So it's not just a quick, oh, this didn't work. So I'm going to give up or I'm going to move on. Yeah, that's such a good point. And it really applies to language learning is to be patient, right? Mm -hmm. Try a strategy, try a method for at least a few weeks before you decide "Mm, this isn't working for me. Because if you try it one day, maybe two days, that's not enough input. That's not enough information to determine if it's effective or not. Totally. I love it. Do we have a final tip from her too? Yes. We want to hear about her tips about the importance of building a team. Let's hear that. Okay. I realized, gosh, out of everything... I almost wanted a business where I could work with a great team. Mm. Um, and it mm. wasn't, if, even if it wasn't perfect, um, if I was working with people I, I enjoyed working with, that would be great and feeling supported. And that was really not what I thought I'd get out of it. Um, and so kind of knowing now uh, mentally that there are people who I could turn to, even if they don't fully understand, um, like maybe, you know, my, my, my sister or something. Um, and they'll be like, no, you can do it. Or, and then also team members, who, um, and mentors who will kind of give me some feedback in different ways. That's, um, enormous. And it's, it's really, I think it's all about the process. And I think, Mm -hmm. um, having team members, um, make that process great. Oh, we definitely see this at Allers English. (laughs) A team is so important. We love our team. And As a language learner, you guys need support. You need speaking partners. You need a language community. This is why we include an online community with our courses, right, Lindsay? Yeah, totally. We connect you guys with other students immediately. So you can set up practice opportunities or you can just see that other students are on the same journey. And also, I mean, with our team at Allers English, I think a lot of what it comes down to is just more fun to do this with other people. You know, it's just more fun. Like you and I in the podcast now, it would be boring being alone on the podcast, I think. 
think. <laughs> yes, no, I agree. It's always more fun with other people. And it is our language communities are more fun. The more people that are in there, you can bounce yep. ideas off people. Mm-hmm. Everyone has different interesting opinions. Mm-hmm. You guys know you've been parts of communities and it adds so much value to yes. your language learning. Yes, totally. All right. So this really does apply to entrepreneurship here. We're going to hear from Christy how what this does if something mm-hmm. is an individual solo task. So okay. let's hear that. Entrepreneurship, learning English, learning the language can feel like a very individual solo task. Yeah. But really, um, in business, we need to work with other people. And in English, we need to talk to other people. And that's kind of the bigger thing, actually. And yeah, so it's okay to need and want to connect and invest time into um, finding people that support you. That really is the key, right? If you try to learn English alone, Mm -hmm. or if you try to be an entrepreneur alone, you just progress more slowly. Oh my gosh, so lonely and hard, right? It's Mm -hmm. just, it's better to have people around you to support, to be on a similar journey with you. So if you're doing it alone, you are going to have a tendency to sort of learn the old way that we know doesn't work using Mm -hmm. textbooks, memorizing vocab lists and grammar, because you don't have other people to speak to. You're not making those connections with others. So you have a tendency to emphasize what's easiest to do on your own. You have to break out of that mold to to be more excited about it and more effective with your learning. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, language learning is about interacting with others. So why not do it when you're learning? Not just when you feel like you've learned, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's so true, right? So you guys, your takeaway should just be that entrepreneurship is such a great parallel to yes, language learning, totally. right, Lindsay? I've always loved this parallel, this analogy. It's so good. So guys, think of yourself as an entrepreneur on your own language learning journey, right? You really do have to act like an entrepreneur in everything you do to learn the language well. So go for it. Yes, exactly. And just like an entrepreneur, you want to make sure you don't get burned out, right? Find a process that works, optimize your methods, like Christy was saying, and reflect on what's working and get people on your team, get a community for that support and motivation. Build your team. So good. That's probably the, the best message right there. Have a team, build your team, recruit people to be on the same journey and do it together. It's just more fun. <laughs> it is. It's more fun. And it's yeah. more effective. Yeah, good stuff. All right. I want to say thank you to Christy for coming on the show, right, Aubrey? Yes, definitely. Thank you, Christy. And we'll see you next time, Lindsay. All right. Take care. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, follow our show wherever you listen to podcasts to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time.